Hi everyone, and welcome to Talk Up Success. I am excited to say we're back again. Like I said, we are trying to get on schedule, trying to make it happen Wednesday mornings, if at all possible, but it could be Wednesday throughout the day. So I don't want to say good morning or good <laughs> afternoon, and especially since I don't know when you're going to be listening to the podcast. But as always, um, we are here to talk of success. And the reason behind this is to give entrepreneurs, whether they are clients of the SBDC or individuals that have reached a certain level of success and are inspiring. You know, we have individuals out there like my guest um, that is uh, huge supporter, I have to say, of the SBDC. But besides that, she gives back in so many ways, which is amazing. And I feel that that's part of being successful. When you're successful, yes. you kind of find your passion around there. And once you do, you decide, well, how else can I give back? And right. that continues, in my opinion anyway, the ability to grow. So part of this um, podcast is to provide you with some education, some information, some motivation um, to assist you if you are stalling somewhere in terms of reaching your level of success and you just need that little push. I'm hoping that if you're listening to our podcast, that may be able to do it for you. As usual, trying to bring you the best guests, interesting guests from New Jersey. Um, Jersey. And I don't even I don't even mind if it's someone outside of New Jersey. But really, it's nice to see how many individuals we have in our community that are successful in their own right, whether it is that they're entrepreneurs because they're small business owners or started a business, but some individuals are actually entrepreneurial and they work for other organizations and that's gonna be in future podcasts. So today I am excited with my guests. Um, I can't even think of how long I've known you, Tracy. Probably about 20 years now. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. Tracy's absolutely correct. And who I have with me today is Tracy Wolfman. She is the owner of We Care Adult Care. Correct. Um, happy to say she was an SBDC award winner um, years back, which means that she did take advantage of the services that we had. So I just want to turn it over to Tracy so she could tell us a little bit more about herself, how she got there. I know she's a success. She actually is one of our past women entrepreneurs panelists. Yeah. So she, I think she was on the first panel, um, if not the second. Yeah, I know one, one or first or second. Yes. I know it was um, way back then. But Tracy, welcome to our podcast. Well, first of all, Jacqueline, thank you so much for having me. This place is so awesome. Shared universe. I mean, it's <laughs> it <really> amazing. <laughs> Um, and yes, an SBDC client. And I just want to tell you, I would not be sitting here today and being where I am 20 years later if it wasn't for the SBDC, because that was my first stop when I decided I was going into business. So I really have to give my hats off to that. And um, probably about a month ago or so, I was at an event and saw Brenda Hopper, who mm-hmm. is the state director. State director. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just said to her thank you because if it wasn't for you believing in me I would not be able to have went on my journey that I've been on and it's been a journey <laughs> so ownership small business ownership small business gone. ownership so um, again thank you for having me here today I am the owner of we care adult care as I told you mm-hmm. a nurse 
started out as a nurse before that started out as a nurse's aide while I was going to nursing school so you know it's been a long journey yeah one thing I do want Tracy to share is because Tracy received um, assistance not just through the SBDC but I want her to go back because she's a Brookdale alumni I am and I, I think of the relationship that Brookdale has with the NJSBDC that it's over 42 years um, that we've been at uh, Brookdale. So share a little bit because when I found out she was an alumni, I said, wow, success does, does start at Brookdale, which is amazing. When I think back to my days at Brookdale, working full time and going to school full time, and you know, I used to go to Brookdale every Monday. I think my first class was at nine o'clock in the morning until 940 at night. Wow. Because that was the only way to make it happen and try and, you know, make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, I did go to Brookdale. I graduated from the nursing program. And, you know, when you think about this whole topic and success and everything you've done, I mean, I started at Brookdale. Yeah. And that was the first part of my journey to becoming where I am today. So I'm very grateful for that. And I always try to remember where I started. Mm-hmm. Which and, is- Right. It's key. I mean, it is key. And Brookdale. So after leaving there, then, you know, mm-hmm. I went on to Monmouth University mm-hmm. and us forever students then went on to grad school at Columbia. But um, after I was out in the working force and decided that I was going to open up my business, I had this, I don't know, just this epiphany that the SBDC was at Brookdale and I didn't really know what it was all about. So hence, I went and took my first class with Bill Nunley, who was the former director (laughs) Director. there. Anyone who knows about the SBDC knows about my predecessor, Bill Nunley. Yes. He he was a unique individual, or is a unique individual. He was a unique individual, and I'm going to say something. So at the 10th anniversary of the SBDC, they had me come and speak. Mm -hmm. And um, I think Bill Nunley wanted to fall under the table, but I was speaking the truth, and I think his words that he didn't like I said, but they were words of wisdom. And in his first class, he said, 50% of businesses in New Jersey fail. Absolutely. So, you know, it resonated with me because Mm -hmm. he was really a realist and wanted you to know the hard facts and not sugarcoat anything. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, and that's what, that is one of the things that we do when it comes to success. In order for you to be a success, you have to be willing to listen. And there's gonna be times that you don't like what's coming out of your advisor's mouth or instructor and very hesitant to wanna take that information but it's really we provide that information so you can think about it tweak it and take it to the next level his thing was if you're going into business for yourself you're insane I don't follow that model. I'm no, a, because I'm you want to be encouraging, but at well, the time, it, it is. Helps. But no, part of it is that whether you go into business for yourself or not, I'm a firm believer that entrepreneurialism, the way you think, yes, is key. And as a small business owner, I think that it plays a role in the people that you hire. Absolutely. You know, so if they have the entrepreneurial mindset, they're going to think differently and say, wow, we could be innovative. We could come up with these ideas. Why don't we try this? Whereas if you're there for the paycheck. Right. Then it just becomes There's no a paycheck. Job. Yeah. Well, for a business owner, <laughs> that is so true. There is no paycheck sometimes. No. So entrepreneurship is not a small business ownership. It's not always what you think it is. Right. But as you were saying for yourself, um, going into business, you know, you said you had it in you. And I hear it all the time that people say, you know, it's you, you said up here. Some people say, you know, it was in my gut right. that I felt, wow. 
think I want to start a business. So what prompted you? So to... what prompted me? Because I mean, you're a nurse. I'm a nurse, uh, right? Oh, a nurse practitioner or a nurse? Which no, I'm a it? nurse. Oh. Uh, nursing okay. administration. Okay. Background. Mm -hmm. So I will tell you that burning desire. Right. I mean, when I was a kid, I sold everything I could to make a buck. <laughs> I remember being in grammar school and buying like cases of necklaces to go sell. You know, it was always about that entrepreneurial. Um, and then when I was about 20, I went to um, Florida for a year as a traveling nurse. And, you know, I saw this concept of an adult daycare. And I was like, wow, that's just amazing. You know, you're 20 years old, what do you know? Mm -hmm. But it always sat in the back of my mind. And um, after coming back, going back to school, getting a second degree at Monmouth University, um, and working in the hospital for 15 years, you know, you, you reach certain levels and you just know that it's time to do something else. And I was definitely a hands-on nurse. Mm -hmm. So to try and think, you know, what am I gonna do? Walk around with a clipboard in the hospital as an administrator? You know, it really wasn't something that was interesting to me. resonating with you. So I said, I'm gonna go back and do what I wanted to do. And that's amazing to think of because your business, when I think about it, I feel you're a disruptor to some extent. You took it, you looked at an industry of what was being provided and you said, there's people here that I still could service differently. Absolutely, and creating 100%. an adult daycare. I have to, you know, I sit back and I think about it and I think yours is like the first that I've ever heard of. Having an adult daycare, maybe there may have been other ones out there, but yours is the first that I ever said, wow, an adult daycare, what a wonderful place to send those that you care about. So right. they're not sitting at home. So that whole concept. The whole concept, and to this day, I say 20 years later, it's still kind of like an unknown entity. Disruptor, but, but yes. yes. <laughs> but when I wanted to uh, open up this business, mm -hmm. you know, the whole purpose was to provide a quality of life because working in the hospital for all those years, I saw all these people being admitted into the hospital and then being transferred into long-term care facilities, in my opinion, which I felt unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. They just needed a little healing time and a little extra service to get them over the hump where they could become independent again. So the whole goal was to provide that quality of life comprehensive care under one roof and then let them go home and stay in their own house or with their children where most people are now living. Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, to me, that's key. Absolutely. That is so instrumental. And the way our lives have changed and with technology, um, doing what it is, I keep on bringing the fourth industrial revolution in because basically what that is is how technology is impacting the way we live and how it's changing it. Absolutely. And you, when you think of artificial intelligence, um, that's part of it. And for, you have so many more seniors now. Yes. Baby boomers, you know, we're heading out the, I'm at the tail end of baby boomers, just letting you know, really we're, at the tail end. I don't <laughs> always see myself as a baby boomer. Uh, more generation, generation X or Y, but. Well, you know, we're in this explosion right now of people that are needing services. And I don't think any of us were ever trained or did we ever think we were going to be taking care of our parents? Because our parents before did not do that. Mm -hmm. You know, people weren't living that long. Right. So um, I always tell people, you know, because it's the reality and we like to speak the truth as exactly. business owners, as just, right? Yes, we have to. If we're going to make a change and impact the world that we live in, That's it's right. one of the things that we have to do is speak the truth. But they're given a job that they didn't know they were going to have. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do it and they don't know how to do it. 
So our job is to make that job easier. You know, give them the tools, give them the resources, and provide the service mm -hmm. that they need so they can go to work, they can take care of their kids, and they can do their multitasking of 100,000 <laughs> things that we all do today, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, and that's really problem solving and mm -hmm. providing a quality of life. Which goes with any business. You hit yes. the nail on the head when you say problem solving. You're starting a business, I have to tell you, one of the things, if you want your business to be a success, you better be solving a problem. Right, you have to you know, solve no someone else's problem. problem. And you're gonna be a success. Yes. If you think it's just an idea and you love the idea, you know, my first two businesses that fail were because my friends and family thought they were great ideas. I wish I had done the research. I wouldn't have gone into them. But did they really fail? You started Well, them, no, I so started you... it, you know, and like you, I had the burning desire. I always knew I wanted to run my own business. But right. for me, it was more of watching my own mother run so many businesses from home. I always say they none of them were legal because they were not registered. <laughs> but just watching her and seeing what she was able to do in so many different ways that I always said, I want to be a business owner myself. Right. And interesting, in our house, two of us became business owners, which that were my fantastic. oldest sister and myself. My middle sister said, nope, going into teaching. I can't even deal with what you're doing. But we ended up being educators along the way. All of us did. All the hats we wear. So, oh, absolutely. And as an entrepreneur, I always add this um, to the podcast that it's all about being a lifelong learner. Absolutely, 100%. We are constantly, constantly learning. So in going into creating your business, we care, adult care, there's a lot of sacrifices that go into creating a business. A lot of and sacrifices. I always bring that to the table because that's part of the truth. Right. The truth is that while businesses are, it's awesome to start your own business because that's the way I feel. First of all, you want to make sure you educate yourself properly. You obtain the right resources to get you to where you want to go. But there's things that you are going to give up because it's not a walk in the park. It's not. It absolutely is not. So can you share with us what was some of the sacrifices <laughs> um, you me. did to, you know. So some of the here? sacrifice, right, when you think about, and I laugh thinking back at it. So we were at Brookdale's 10th anniversary right. and they were acknowledging our business because we were in business for seven years mm -hmm. and we had paid off our initial loan that we took out to start right. the business. So, you know, we're successful. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were barely surviving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think you have to keep on plugging along. And for me, there was no... Um, the word failure wasn't an option. So what are we going to do to move this along, mm -hmm. right? And you just keep rebuilding yourself every single day. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing that you can do to get to the next level. So when you think about how we um, survive, you just keep recreating. So for you, Avenues. Right. So when you're looking at sacrifice, because I know that... So I would say sacrifices was time, money, and sanity. Probably were the <laughs> greatest sacrifices. I love sanity. <laughs> and sanity. it is because... Do you have sanity? Right? <laughs> at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you just have to try and refocus. But, you know, you're sacrificing... I left a job that I was working three days a week, 12 hour shifts. Security. I had, you know, four days off a week and I had a lot of things to do, mm -hmm. like fun things to do. Um, and once you start your business, yes, you don't have the security of the income. 
you don't have the freedom of time and you know attending events that used to go or going to have those fun things you know i i think for two years i was like almost hidden (laughs) under a rock from everyone i knew because that's just how it is but i loved every single minute of it that I have to share. I agree with you, not share, but I, well, I share in your sentiment there because I ran my last business for eight years and in doing that, I know that there were times that I ate, slept, drank my oh, business 24 seven. Um, but it was, and I always say it, it was one of the most adventurous times of my life. And yes, I'm, a, it's I'm, an pretty adventure. <laughs> I'm pretty adventurous, um, but you know, looking at it, the things that I learned, the patience that I developed, um, some hard lessons that I had to learn along the way right. to help me become, you know, I look at it as a better leader now. You know, that before, um, when you don't have the skill set, the communication abilities, um, you turn around and you say, I am going to do this. Yes. And for a reason. So there is a lot of sacrifice and time with the family. I started my business so I could spend more time with my children. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> always happen. <laughs> the joke was on me. But no, the reality was that I was able to be there for my children whenever they needed me. Right. And that was the focus. To me, that's why my business was a success, the last one, because I was able to do this, because I was able to carve out the time that I needed to be with my children when they needed me most. Right. There were times you had the I, freedom to do that. Exactly. There were times that I had to give up that soccer game or, you know, a, an event, as long as it wasn't one of those um, mon- monumentous events, I should say, where it would impact them and scar them for life. Right. I could miss the soccer game. My mother game, wasn't you know? at the soccer game today. <laughs> and I scored a goal. <laughs> You know, my kids, at one thing, I would always be late. Even though I was working from home, pretty much, I would always be late to pick them up. And they just got to the point, they're like, yeah, she's coming. She'll eventually be here. <laughs> but you know what? You work with what you have. Yes, that's true. So that, that my kids worked with me. But when you go you know? into business, I mean, you think, so I was a nurse. Right. Wanted to change people's lives and provide a quality of life to those seniors, right? Mm-hmm. But l- didn't go into administration, per se because I want to be the hands-on. But you go into business, I mean, I'm in the food business now, I'm in the transportation business, um, social director, human resources. When you think about all these titles and you have to master them when, when you say, you know, I had no idea I had to learn all these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in the pinch of a finger you have yes. to go and um and oh, another someone thing, doesn't show up guess who's wearing that shirt today right bus driver <laughs> yeah. who didn't show up today why because they're sick well you're right i'm driving the bus today i mean going yeah. back to brookdale i mean they offer all those classes mm-hmm. i mean i was able to get certified in quickbooks there were so many and i love those they were one and done mm-hmm. you know and that's part nine. of our program it, right. it really is about um businesses, entrepreneurs, small businesses, obtaining the foundation. Correct. You know, we're not here for you to stick to us like glue. We're here to support you in every which way we can, but it's really to help you do for yourself. Right. And that's one of the things I have to say I love about the SBDC because it is about helping the individual get to the next level, whatever level that may be, whether it's an initial startup or growth, because all businesses go through growth cycles. That's what we're here to do. I mean... Also, in addition to that, in order for you to grow, you need capital. And that's you what need you, capital. You mentioned that, you know, um, yes, you were you had to obtain capital to grow. 
We yeah. did. And for us, gaining capital, mm -hmm. I have an unknown business entity that nobody has any idea what I want to do. And I will never forget Barbara Boynton from Brookdale, who Love her. sat yes. with me to do that business plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm very proud of having had her expertise to submit our business plan for a lot of money. Mm -hmm. um, and because it was so strong, we got approval on the first submission. There was no coming back. And that, you know why? They said they believed in what we wanted to do. A well-written business plan is that document that's going to make a difference in the world. Right. And between getting, between having a better chance of getting a loan or not. I mean, like Barbara. Barbara is still one of, I'm happy to say she's still one of our consultants. And she, her specialization is dealing with our clients with their business plans. Yes. And she's been doing it for so long. She's exceptional at what she does. I always recall when we had Superstorm Sandy, and I have—I may have mentioned this on another show before, where we had individuals coming in because, again, they weren't um, generating the revenue they were accustomed to. They were having a problem. Sure. And my question to them would be, so what are you doing differently? And they would look at me and say, well, I've been in business 25 years. Okay. And refusing to understand that you have to adapt. We're so in a different world. After that great recession, there's nothing. I always say you need to reevaluate your business, reinvent yourself. You always every, have to reinvent. Every so often, you need to continuously reinvent yourself. You can't just think, "Oh no, I'll be fine. I could keep on doing this." Every so often, do an evaluation on your business. I always say, do a SWOT analysis. To me, SWOT analysis are awesome. I've done like five of them over the last few years. Yeah. I have to tell you because it just gives you a good insight into mm -hmm. what's really going on. You know, you could compare yourself to your competitors but looking at your external environment and seeing what other opportunities are out there that you could capitalize on that you right. can incorporate into your business so this way you could continue being a success which to me is definitely huge now one of the things that we're always asking on our show is three action items what is it that you would recommend for a it, motivating someone to go into business for themselves? Um, how to stay in business and be successful? Because how many years have you been in business now? We're Tracy? starting our twentieth year. So wow, happy anniversary on yes, that! One. I mean, it really I can't even believe it. Yes, yeah, so twenty years. Look at that! Wow, twenty years. That's and pretty... you know we have been blessed. Mm -hmm. Time and time again. Because that is truly amazing. Yes. Wow. Truly an entrepreneur and a successful one at that. So what are the three action items? Like I said, we're So I hate thinking. to use the cliche uh -huh. and repeat, <laughs> but you have to have a good accountant, a good lawyer, and a great banker. <laughs> and the SBDC. Um, really because, you know, and I go back to, and what did I know? as my 27 or 30 year old self when mm -hmm. I was doing this, right? Interviewing accountants. Well, you go into one and it's like the middle of the road guy. He's very nice and he's been doing this for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Then you go into the office. I remember walking into this office and they had the marble table <laughs> and you know, it was all overkill <laughs> and offering us water and coffee. And I'm like, I gotta pay for all this. <laughs> So, Somebody's um, doing it. <laughs> right. And the same with the bankers. I have to tell you, I never realized how yes. valuable and important bankers were going to be to me. Mm -hmm. And, 
you know, our first bank company, we're not with them anymore, but um, they gave us our financing and um, we won one of their business success awards through that uh, organization. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved on to the next set of bankers, they have totally embraced our business and they really do try and help me succeed. Um, whether it's financing, whether it's refinancing, you know, we're going through buses, there's growth, there's lots of things that you need to do, and you need them to know what your business is about. Mm-hmm. Which is key relationship, because to me, those right. are critical relationships that you have to form. And you were smart enough to know that you were interviewing, and I'm going to harp on accountants right now, don't beat me up accountants yeah, don't that are out up. there, because I love you, I think you are a gift to us, especially They're brilliant. those of and us you can't that don't want to that. Exactly. But when you don't do your job effectively, right. it impacts the business. Absolutely. And I've seen that happen with some of our clients where I'm passionate about what our clients are doing and what we're doing for our clients. And when I hear that an accountant hasn't done the right thing by them, really hurts me. So I always tell my our clients, make sure you have a good rapport with your accountant. Yes. He doesn't have to do your bookkeeping. That would be insane. It would cost you an arm and a, a leg. And- but you do want to have the rapport that you can go to him because these are your financials. Your financials is going to dictate what you can and cannot do. One thing Understand I'm going to add them. to that. Mm-hmm. You need to pay attention to those financials. Absolutely. That's your job, not his. My bookkeeper always tells me, she's like, nobody pays attention and is in my business while I'm here, but you. <laughs> <laughs> but it is your business. Yes, and you have that's to right. It. So, and she appreciates absolutely. it. It's not a negative. She mm-hmm. appreciates it. And that is part of it, that you have to be in tune. And then I want to go with the bankers. Develop that rapport. Absolutely. The more the banker knows about your business, the more the higher likelihood is that when the time to obtaining capital occurs, right. they're going to be in your corner. You know, they're going to be able to vouch for you, your character, you know, that they know you, your business. So it's critical to know who your bankers are. And also, you get along with them. Again, you have to. These are individuals you're going to develop relationships with. You want to make sure that you have a good rapport. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I've had the same accountant since I opened. Wow, that's great. And I would have had the same bank, but they closed down the by us yeah. Um, so we had to switch we had no choice because when you're going to the bank a lot you need to so, right. have them in local. close proximity <laughs> local it's not all about online banking right so. no definitely not <laughs> definitely not um, but yes I would definitely say you have to um, and you have to like those people mm-hmm. so you know you really have to get that and I don't think people think about those resources right but it's an old one and the second one and I'm going to our dear friend Chris. Yes. Resonating in my brain every day. One of the second thing would be don't work on your business. Don't work in In your your business, business. work on on your your business. business. And I have a sign hanging up in my office to remind myself of that Mm -hmm. all the time. Because a lot of us as entrepreneurs and business owners, we do tend to get involved in working inside the business. Absolutely. And which is key. In order for your business to grow, you have to work on it, not in it. And I think it's easy. And I know as a past business owner, how easy it would be for me to say, oh, I got to get this done. Right. And you know what? I'm going to get it done and not delegate it to someone else because I know I can get it done a lot quicker. 
And I know right. that it'll be right and, you know, quality control. It's one of my bad habits, <laughs> same way. Yeah, so you learn to let things go at, okay, it was good. I used to hate the saying, well, there was a quote that said, never let good enough be good enough. As I got older, sometimes good enough is good. Right. And let's go with it. Let's go with it. <laughs> when you mentioned Chris, this thing was on procrastination. Oh, I love that you one. Know, he was like, nope, don't, you know, not procrastinate. It was procrastination and perfectionism. Yes. You know, two that go hand in hand. You procrastinate because you're trying to be perfect at everything you do. Right. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Sometimes good is good is perfect. It's going to meet, you know, what you need to get done. Right. And now you can release yourself to start at a, working at a certain, when we're at this level mm-hmm. we know that good enough is sometimes good enough mm-hmm. can we go that extra step but we're not doing below par here right right right, right. of course it's not so, sub quality that's right. not what we're talking about but as business owners sometimes um perfectionism kicks in oh, and it takes I, I know i i learned i think at 50 was when i started saying you know what that's for the birds yes it's for the birds birds. i can't i can't keep on going at this pace and have a happy life i (laughs) having a happy life is a good thing and that's part of a to me being a success when you own a business is being able to enjoy your life so you have to enjoy your life i'm having a good time with this this is amazing look what it's afforded me to have the ability to do right and that should be part of your master plan when you're looking at your the business. master plan. Do we get to that master plan? I don't know. I, I think it's a work in progress. It's always a work in progress. <laughs> we think we we know our purpose, and then five years later, we're turning around going, ah, I don't think so. I think my purpose just changed. Right. So all right, and so, it should. Yes, I agree. It goes back to reinventing yourself. Well, that's my third thing: reinventing yourself. I am such a firm believer in that. Mm-hmm. I. Um, so I left the hospital as a nurse. Right. I had a lot of colleagues, a lot of resources. I mean, if I need, I had a medical library to go to, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then here I was in my own little building out there on my own. Mm-hmm. And of course, I still had communication with everyone. Mm-hmm. But it was a completely different level. And I would sit there and, you know, we're working, we're moving along try and go to some seminars, Mm -hmm. try and go to some networking things. And when we talk about time and quality, you know, you don't always have it. Slim. (laughs) But um, I decided that that's what I was going to do. And I was going to keep reinventing. And when you talk about success, you know, okay, I'm open 20 years. Do we have success? We do have success. But then you have to go to another area of Mm -hmm. success. You know, it's not where you're going to stop and say, I've succeeded. I can stop now. Right. Right. Um, And when you think about those people that you surround yourself with and the quality of those Mm -hmm. people and how they all help you along and you need them from time to time. I mean, who would ever thought I know a person in human resources? I needed to call her recently. Yes. I mean, that's not my area of expertise and Mm -hmm. I have to know my limitations. Exactly. We Um, we all do. Yes. And then I'm in business. I don't know. 10 years maybe, and mm-hmm. I decided I needed to go back to grad school again for yet another degree, lifelong mm-hmm. learners, right? <laughs> and my husband turned around, he's like, you have your own business, you're doing what you love, why do you need to go back to school? And I wanted to do it for me. And it was an eye-opener, mm-hmm. and it was another whole avenue of learning things, and then that just led me into other things, mm-hmm. which was 
a wonderful journey. And yes, I went to school full time and worked my business full time and tried to do That's everything amazing. else. And um, I would go every Friday mm -hmm. from eight to five, one classroom. Wow. Drive into the city. Um, <laughs> But you know what? I They're just things that you do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And when people say, you know, you have to do things for yourself, people would think I was crazy. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to do that it's torture, right? Yeah. But I loved every minute of it. Well, that it goes to being a lifelong learner. I think those of us that fall in that category of lifelong learner, we realize that we're never going to stop. You know, we're we may never have these terminal stop. degrees, but it doesn't mean that we stop. Yeah, you know, there's there's always something else I can learn. There's something else that I could master, master, develop an expertise, move right. to the next level. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't stop. And just because you start a business, you know, education is key. Education is, is key. always the key to the success of everyone. Um, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, we have a lot of students. I'm very open to education. So we're mm -hmm. a clinical site for um, Monmouth University, our biggest supporter, since I'm an alum there and sit mm -hmm. on two of their advisory boards. But uh, Seton Hall, Rutgers, Brookdale students. So they come into our mm -hmm. home, that I call it, and um, we really try to give them the foundation of caring for this population because all these nursing students come in and they want to do orthopedics or ER or OR, but 90% of your clientele is going to be a senior right. in this age, mm -hmm. right? So I want everyone to embrace them mm -hmm. and remember who they are. You know, we have doctors, we have lawyers, we have housewives, we have cooks, we have so many amazing people. Mm -hmm. um, and you need to remember who these people were. They're not just that poor old person sitting in the corner, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really part of how things change. You know, raising money for Alzheimer's. We're going to have our big fundraiser right. on Friday night. Very exciting. Cool. Um, sold it's out. Sold bowling, out. Right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Scoring a strike for Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Awesome. For um, Alzheimer's New Jersey. And, um, you know, we have almost 300 people coming. Mm -hmm. And we've been blessed with the support that we've gotten from the local businesses to raise the money that we raise to try and make a difference for those. And then that money is parlayed into uh, respite money from Alzheimer's New Jersey gives mm -hmm. out checks to them to get care for their loved one. So it's very oh, exciting. Wonderful. So, you know, we run our businesses. We do mm -hmm. our little side gigs. Well, side gigs, which, but it's really about giving back. And, yes. you know, for our women entrepreneurs, Rock event that's coming up October 21st. Oh, another great event. Another great event. Putting it out there. But this year, the topic is about women and philanthropy and women giving back. And I'm happy to say that the women that I tend to surround myself with around Tracy, because we sit on board on a board together. Right. So, um, scan for all of you who don't know it. Um, so the whole point of giving back is critical. You know, for me, we have to give back to the community we live and serve. It and is the best thing that you can do because it just allows you to help others mm -hmm. and everyone needs help because when we need help we want people to help us right? right when you talk about scan that's for the active 55 plus right located mm -hmm. at monmouth mall and what they're giving back classes they're giving education they're giving resources mm -hmm. to the community right Absolutely. so i mean i'm happy tracy brought me on that board and it's one it's an active board i'm happy to say but everything that's being done 
for the senior population. Right. Um, knowing that <laughs> I we're in almost there. <laughs> so, but it is um, critical as a business owner how important it is you find a passion that you embrace and it's all about giving back right you know i'm a firm believer i've been very fortunate because i've been passionate about this for 30 something years and uh i get to do it every day so it's amazing it is and you know how blessed are we we're blessed to have the opportunity and great people around us absolutely and knowing that we can tap into those resources that are out there (laughs) And I think letting others know when you do your events mm-hmm. um, at the Stone Pony, which yeah. I love it down there. Which is coming up. It's coming up October 21st. Um, you can actually, registration is open. If you go to the njsbdc.com website, you can register. We'll be putting it up on our website, website. mosbdc.com. Um, I believe later today, in addition to our womenentrepreneursrock.com website, um, you can go there. We will be putting up our panelists, our MC, our uh, keynote speaker will be there as well, and our who's the keynote winner. speaker? Keynote speaker this year is Tracy Abby White. Tracy oh. Abby White is the chair of the Brookdale Board of Trustees. Yes, and what an amazing individual in terms of giving back education. She's just an overall. I. I hope to get her on our show before Women Entrepreneurs Rock. Rock. So you could definitely see Tracy, listen to Tracy, because I do find her one of those individuals that's so unique because she's so real and she's just about giving back. She's an amazing. I like the president coined the word fantabulist. Oh, I like that word. <laughs> so fantabulous. that's how referred to Tracy at an event. And I have to agree with her. She is fantabulous. So she is our keynote speaker. So looking Wonderful. forward to that. Donna Lynn Gittry, um is actually the award recipient of the oh. Humanitarian Humanitarianism Badassery Award um, that we give to... Well-deserving. Um, yes. Donna with Lynn. everything Go that Donna, Donna Lynn. Lynn Absolutely. So, and then we have a great panel. So, for you to see who our panel is, we will be up on the Women Entrepreneurs Rock uh, website. So, it's on tri- womenentrepreneursrock.com. Um, also, in October, at the right. end of October, October 30th, um, we are working on this great initiative with the city of Long Branch. And we are putting together our Long Branch Accelerator Pitch Event, where individuals that reside in Long Branch have a business idea. Wow. Uh, will have an opportunity to pitch their idea. <coughs> and 10 of those individuals, okay, 10 of those individuals will receive um, the opportunity to secure their ECP certificate, the entrepreneurship oh, right, certificate right. Um, provided by the SBDC. And along with that, we're putting a really great package. So one of those 10 will receive an additional package with some other um, resources available to them to get their business off the ground. So it's really, you have an a idea. Surprise. It, yeah. So you have an idea and it could be anything. It could be technology. It could be a retail idea. You want to sell something. It doesn't matter. The only thing is we're keeping it at the moment. It's a pilot program and we're keeping it within the region of Long Branch. So we're working with the city of Long Branch to make that happen. So it's pretty amazing. One thing I want to say to our guests out there, anyone that's listening who's in business, on Friday, um, and it's New Jersey Connect, and you can actually Google it and find the information. It's an event for those that are in business that are looking to do work with the government, the state. It's a wonderful event. I know that the NJSBDC will be represented there as well. 
So for you to get information on how you can get involved in procurement. Very so good. just want to make sure. That's a great benefit. Absolutely. So if your Friday is off and you want to take time to get there, by all means. Also, I do want to bring to your attention, this is where we get to the Did You Know section of oh. our podcast. And what I want to share with you today is, did you know that Brookdale just opened, and perhaps you didn't because this occurred yesterday, opened up a student lounge. It's called Helping Hands um, Student Lounge for students at Brookdale that have food insecurity. Or even oh, if you're a student... Nice at Brookdale and you're running through the hall, let's say you left your wallet at home, you can't get to the vending machine, you could pop in there, grab an apple, grab a snack, because we realize that some of our students and maybe even a professor at Brookdale as well, um, we're having issues with food in terms of not having enough to eat. We know um, education costs. There's a cost associated with attending school, and some individuals will say, well, I'll purchase a book versus going out and getting something to eat, and we don't want that to happen. We want you to be able to sit in class with a full stomach and be able to listen. The last thing you want is your stomach growling and saying, oh, I can pay attention to you. No, you can't. No, not when you're hungry. Not when you're hungry. If you're like me, you lose me. I'm hungry. I get a headache. I'm grouchy. I'm done. I'm worse than a six-year-old. And you don't comprehend. No. That's it. Nothing is going to go in. So in addition to that, Fulfill, which is the old Mammoth and Ocean Food Food Bank, Bank. um, now called Fulfill, does come on campus once a month. I believe it's the third Tuesday of every month, 12 to 1. You want to check me on that because I'm not absolutely sure about the time and what they do is the truck comes out and brings food and i was there yesterday for the inaugural visit and i have to say they had fresh fruit they had vegetables they had canned products non-perishables they had cakes you name it they had were the students there yes oh they must have been in awe and you know they had um fulfill has a criteria to meet and i was happy to see when the young lady turned around and said oh my god we have more than enough students because they want to make sure that this works they want to make sure that the food that they're bringing out to the students is being used and not only was it held it was held at Brookdale yesterday but the week before it was at Bamath University so this is to go to show you that it's not about being a student at a community college right that you this go is anywhere. impacting um, food insecurity is impacting higher education overall and if you look at the statistics it's alarming that you know you have to choose between a book or getting a meal to eat yeah, and that should not be tough the case. choice yeah so knowing that we have that there and that the Helping Hands student lounge is available at Brookdale. This is one of the other reasons why I said I, I, I've been blessed in the organizations that I've had an opportunity to work with. Um, my passion with entrepreneurship and that coming in from the SBDC, you know, allows me to work with individuals, with organizations to make sure that those resources are brought to the hands of those that need it. And then you look at Brookdale, which is community-based and because I live in Monmouth County, uh, I know how much Brookdale means to everyone the in the county and the community and the things that they actually do for us as individuals and what we at Brookdale as a community want to do for the 
the rest of the community. Right, and they always have, though. Brooksdale yes. has always been a good community resource person giving. Exactly. We're an open um, campus, basically meaning that you live in the community, you're able to come in and use our resources. Right. You know, our libraries are amazing, and I always tell that to my clients when they're trying to research and gather information for their businesses. Go to Brookdale. Right. You know, they tap into the librarians or media specialists, which is where you want to refer to them right. now. Because media specialists. <laughs> because like of you technology. Guys. But they are truly, truly amazing. Um, so both organizations, the New Jersey Small Business Development Center on one hand, Brookdale on the other, um, allows us to really um, create success stories, which I am so happy to say. Um, I also uh, want to take this moment to thank, again, a shared universe uh, and the two young men that I have on the other side of the screen. Because without this, it cannot happen. So Chris, our engineer, Nick, our intern, uh, well, not our intern, but shared intern. universe podcast intern they are amazing keeping us going because like i said i know when to delegate and nope not adding this to my plate i just like coming in and having a conversation and hanging out with them absolutely and my guests of course thank you um wonderful thank you tracy for coming on talking to us about your success story and you know things that words to live by you know thank you for those three and thank Brookdale for getting me started yeah so you know hey Success starts at Brookdale. So once again, any information um, regarding our upcoming events, you'll be able to find on our mosbdc.com website. Also, our handle for every social media platform that we are involved in is MOSBDC. So you can hashtag it, um, like us, you know, find us whichever way you want to reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram. You have um, all those platforms going. We're we're working them all. We have our YouTube videos. Um, This podcast, you'll definitely be able to see it. I'm happy to say thanks to a shared universe. If you go to a shared universe, you could find us on iTunes and Spotify. Yay, shared universe. Um, Again, moving us along um, with technology. So appreciative of it. I love using it. Don't want to know how it works sometimes. So I'm I'm happy with it. So again, thank you to Shared Universe for another podcast. To my guests, I'm happy to have you. And to the guys on the other side who make this happen. Thank thank you. you. So look for us next week, Wednesday again. Um, We will have another guest. I won't tell you who. I'll leave it a surprise. But find us on Facebook. It's usually about this time, more or less. Um, Trying to keep the podcast to a reasonable time because you can listen for so long but i wish you a wonderful wonderful day make sure you take advantage of all the resources that are out there if you are an entrepreneur or a small business owner and if you don't know of them give us a call you can find our information on our website and that is mosbdc.com have a great day thank you